This is special COVID-19 coverage on Your Health, a podcast of the Integrated Health and Social Services University Network for West Central Montreal. Hi there and welcome to another episode of the Your Health Podcast. I'm Sean McMahon. Don't forget you can listen and subscribe anytime at cuswestcentral.ca slash podcast or on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Listen to us on the go whenever you'd like. So late in 2020, CUS West Central Montreal was identified as the site of a historic vaccination pilot project where residents in long-term care facilities on the territory would be among the first to get vaccinated in Canada, along with frontline workers and staff members. Now, As you can imagine, uh, this isn't the kind of project that just gets thrown together, right? I'm sure there have been plenty of late and often sleepless nights for our next guest who's been at the heart of it all since day one. Lucie Tremblay, Director of Nursing for CIUS West Central Montreal, joins me for the Your Health Podcast. Hello, Lucie. Hi, how are you? Doing well, thanks. Lucie, take me back to last year, would you? Uh, Late last year, the the pandemic still raging, of course, but we knew that the vaccines would be coming. So there was... I want to say there was hope hanging in the air. That's the feeling that I got. When was the moment, Lucy, that you got the call to be told that this massive project was going to get underway and that you would be the person basically pivoting uh, that part of the operation? We got a confirmation on December 4th. So it was a great news, uh, but a lot of work needed to be done. Do you ever think to yourself at one point, Lucy, like we're never going to get there? And then finally it does happen, right? What were the first 24 hours like for you? I would say that uh, the the entire week was quite a, a montagne russe kind of thing uh, where there were ups and downs, but it was a very exciting uh, project because remember way back then, um, it was a real problem, all the outbreaks that we had in long-term care facilities. So it was really the, the light at the end of the tunnel, but we didn't know anything about the vaccine or knew so little. So we had to, to learn uh, how this vaccine would arrive uh, at Maimonides. We needed to learn how to manipulate uh, the the dry ice. We needed to learn how the vaccine needed to be uh, given. Actually, uh, it's not only, we're, we're not just receiving uh, a vial that we uh, take the, the vaccine from it. And we needed to reconstitute it, uh, agitate it in a very special way. Uh, and it, it took a long time uh, to, to master all of this. So it's really a team effort where we had people from pharmacy, from logistics, from innovation, uh, people from nursing, uh, physician, a lot of, of people that were all working to, uh, together in a command center to make sure that everything would ar- arrive on time uh, for the first day of vaccination. So we were receiving information as how many doses we would receive, and this was evolving as well uh, during that week. So we started with a smaller number, and finally we gave uh, 2,025 doses, but uh, it was really uh, the learning curve was spectacular, to say the least. You mentioned December 14th, because that's one of the dates that's, uh, I think, forever going to be circled on my calendar. Uh, the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine arrives at, at the Donald Berman Maimonides Geriatric Center, and, and there's 78-year-old Gloria Lelouz. She gets the very first dose. And I'm never going to forget the image of you kneeling beside her in her wheelchair, surrounded by media right outside the front door. It was her first time, I think, outside of her room in months. How did that moment make you feel, Lucy? It still makes me feel so emotional. I still have goosebumps because when this lady accepted to be the first one to be vaccinated, she said, I'm doing this 
for my life. I'm saving my life. Can you imagine? She had been in a room for weeks without seeing uh, almost anybody except uh, the the staff, the caregivers that were visiting her. But it, it it's so isolated. And then there was really the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like a life changer knowing that this vaccine was now available for for the resident so it really touched me when she she accepted to take the vaccine and when i saw her right after she got it the smile in her eyes <laughs> i couldn't see her face but the, the <laughs> smile in her eyes uh, it was really uh, heartbreaking it's, we're all learning to smile with our eyes a little bit more, I think, these days, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, maybe you've touched on it in what you just mentioned a moment ago, but what was, give me, give me the most complicated or the most unexpected moment or experience so far? Because I, I know the logistics are very difficult, but what's been the most complicated or uh, most unexpected moment thus far? I think that what was the most unexpected was the information that was changing and we needed to adapt. It, it was... I say to my family, it's a little bit like if you're organizing a wedding for 400 people and then suddenly somebody tells you that you're going to have to organize something for 2,000 people, it's not exactly the same thing. So I think that was certainly uh, complex and we needed to be very agile uh, to to be able to adapt to uh, the new information that we were getting. The deadlines were constantly changing. Uh, the information uh, was sometimes uh, not always given on a timely manner. That being said, it was nobody's fault, but because uh, this was a major uh, undertaking everywhere in the planet. So uh, <laughs> information was changing from all the, the stakeholders in this thing. That being said, also when we received the vaccine, having to reconstitute it, making sure that we were getting all the doses out of uh, the vial to make sure that we would vaccinate a maximum of people was also uh, something that we needed to be extremely precise with. And uh, we were working with the pharmacists that did a fantastic job making sure that uh, a large uh, proportion of the vials were getting even a sixth dose. Uh, when we were told at the beginning that there would be only five doses in the vial. <laughs> Nothing wasted at such a critical time. So important, right? Uh, Lucy, you mentioned some of the challenges, right? And there have been a few of them with the vaccine rollout, uh, including you know, delays with the second dose, uh, in some cases because of government guidelines or production retooling, etc. But when you look back objectively, um, you know, at how many residents and how many healthcare workers received a COVID-19 vaccine, would you say that, you know, what you experienced was a success? And if so, why? Yes, it was a success. In less than a week, 225 people were vaccinated. Just before that, we only had like 10 days to prepare such a big uh, setup. So I think that it was, it was definitely a success. Uh, the fact that the, the resident, and I think this is the most important thing, making sure that the residents were protected from this was very important. So what are the next steps, Lucy? And how do you think that this whole experience, you know, might help everybody going forward for uh, the public vaccination rollout? So at this point, we are a little bit over 10,000 people that got vaccinated. So we know our processes very well. We were able to uh, to prepare all the documentation uh, for the staff to be able to uh, to uh, register the vaccine, having a, the, the consent form, having a process in place. So now 
Uh, I think that we're looking forward for the mass vaccination, but all the groundwork has been done. So we've learned from uh, uh, this project, uh, making sure that uh, uh, everything was in place correctly, that we had the right workflow. So I think that we can take this and bring it to another level where we're going to vaccinate the entire population of our CS. Well, thanks to you and to everything that uh, that your team and everybody that have played a part, because a lot of people have played a part in this. Uh, thanks to everybody for what they've done. Uh, still plenty of work to do, but it, it looks like we're in great hands. Uh, Lucie, merci beaucoup. Thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us on the Your Health Podcast. Again, my pleasure. Bye-bye. You've been listening to special COVID-19 coverage on Your Health, a podcast of the Integrated Health and Social Services University Network for West Central Montreal. Don't forget to subscribe at suswestcentral.ca slash podcast or on your favorite podcast platform.